All right, so welcome back to Eve Talks, joined by Ben Leary. Uh, thanks, Ben, for coming in, taking the time here. to speak to us. Uh, how are you doing? I'm loving every day at Williams College. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, you know, introduce, like, introduce yourself to the viewers. Um, hello, folks. I'm Ben Leary, uh, currently a sophomore here at Williams. Um, just declared uh, Widges and Poli Sci double major. Um, also, just... Uh, Got my room picks. I'm going to be the JA of Sage EF next year, so I'm really excited about that. Um, on campus, um, different groups. I'm uh, the VP of Academic Affairs currently, um, and one of the founding members of the Lambert Consulting Group, uh, which does nonprofit work um, in the area. And then there's my big involvements. Yeah. So we can take this in a number of ways. So do you want to talk about sort of the work that you've done on campus, uh, maybe with the Lambert Group in particular, is something I'd be really interested in hearing about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, without a doubt. Uh, I mean, it was just, it was a blast to go through and actually get that group started. Yeah. Um, started when we were, Nikhil and I were freshmen, and um, in conversations with you and um, Luke started thinking about ways that, like, just that students could get involved, and um, opportunities that we saw for people who wanted to get involved in the local area but didn't have that method, and uh, Nikhil had the, the uh, like, the confidence to really see that through, and then I brought folks together, and um, along with a bunch of other great people managed to make the group and it was probably brought it out of nowhere and it was really awesome to be here um coming from places with like less resources to come to williams and not only find um the institutional backing from the college but also the people here who were willing and motivated and had that um, intellectual horsepower to actually see this project through so we've been at it um a year now have and it's been uh, a great success and hopefully we're gonna have similar success in the future yeah dude that sounds great i mean you know me pretty well, so <laughs> you know I'm all about uh, learning outside the classroom, engaging, and and really being sort of impactful in the ways that you act, that you can while you can, and, and yeah. not waiting, you know, for someone else to do it, but for to take the initiative yourself. Um, so on that note, you know, I guess like why why take the initiative in the first place? Like, what sort of compels you to? want to work in a lumber in any of the other various capacities that you've you've described yeah so i mean like i um like i let off with you know you asked me how it's going it's a great day at williams yeah. college um i think if i guess you're aware uh for our, for our dear uh, viewers uh, my background was i uh, spent six years in the u.s navy um and there you were told you had a very specific job and the expectation was that you would work within those narrow confines right. and that any extra time should be spent getting better at that one thing. It was very much the antithesis of a liberal arts education which encourages you to go outside and explore things. Yeah. And um, when I came here this was just it was the complete opposite of what I was used to and um, just the ability to be around uh, so many people who were very motivated by like making a difference both um, within the Williams community within you know the Berkshire region and also who had aspirations of going on like a national international scale um, was just I like just fed off of how many people were here that really cared to do something and um, you know th there's the financial resources between college council you know group funding the institution of Williams College um, provides in a lot of ways through either the career center or the dean's office and um, it was the first time in my life that I've had both the ideas and like the willpower to change things and also had the people and the resources and the time to do that. So um, I, every day is like kid in a candy shop. It's just like, what can we go and change today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just, I love it. It's like my favorite pastime is just saying like, how can we make a difference? Yeah. So no, that's a blast. I agree. I mean, we had conversations <laughs> about this before. 
uh, I do feel at times, though, I don't know if you feel this way, that, you know, this, like, urge to to want to do something for other people and not necessarily understanding sort of how I can help myself in some ways. I don't know if you can sort of relate to that. I feel like in my in my work at the college and in the work with this podcast series and things like that, like, try, this is as much as a, of a learning experience for me as it is for the people that are sitting in, in this chair. Yeah. Um, so, like... Do you feel at times that you've overextended yourself in ways that you probably, I mean, they are learning experiences, but yeah. you know, in that urge to, to do more, like, oh. like, how's that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, just over the last, um, two years, I mean, I've just tried to throw myself into as many different things as I could again, like was so excited to find anytime there was a, you know, a group of people who said we are interested in this. And I was like, that's awesome. I care about that too. And kept putting more and more on plate. And, um, a couple months ago, um, after I got selected to be a JA and then also got elected to college council, about an extra like 15 to 20 yeah, hours yeah. Um, on my plate that I was not expecting and I was already maxed out. Mm-hmm. And I just like added up the number of hours uh, there are in a week and like what my commitments were. And it was greater than the number of hours in a week. Yeah. I was like, well, there's the problem uh, right there. Um, so it's definitely within these last month or so has really been kind of like the culmination um, of like the realization um, that you can't do everything and that um, spreading like myself uh, too thin was actually causing uh, I mean to not only have worse performance in all these different things that I yeah, cared about right. um, but also for like my um, mental health and like personal well-being so having to take a, a very real um, look at everything that I was involved in and decide you know what has to get cut and what am I going to more fully devote myself to uh, was probably one of the the hardest decisions that I've had to make at Williams College, but I'm actually, even before I was just waiting to come in here, um, was probably the, the most privilege that I've felt since coming here was that Williams students are afforded so many opportunities to do everything, you know, any individual opportunity that um, people in other situations, you know, would kill to have. Right. And at Williams, we have the opportunity to engage in everything, so it's not what we can engage in, it's having to choose from all this variety. And I mean, one of the, the biggest commitment that we all have is coursework. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of my biggest personal struggles and the thing that I see other people struggling with is um, the tension between um, time given to academics, to coursework, and people's involvement outside of the classroom right. for causes that they really personally care about and personally enrich them. Mm-hmm. And I think we all struggle with. Yeah, I, de- <laughs> I definitely struggle with that. Um, but a lot, I think a lot of the conversation surrounding that and even people that have come onto the podcast before have said that, you know, the lessons that they've learned inside the classroom and just enduring the sort of the workload of Williams has been sort of instrumental in, in the work that they've done in various internships and things like that. Um, but also this idea of, you know, meeting the world's problems where your passions intersect them and uh, I think is important as well. And I get you mean you sort of touched on this as well. Not a lot of students take advantage of that second side of it, right? They think that academics are the only things that are gonna, you know, progress them. Like GPA is the end of end all <laughs> be all, you know. Uh, my courses are more important than going to a talk. And like, yeah. yeah, that might be true and everyone has their has their preferences, but like can you touch on that a little bit? Like like I mean, without a doubt. Um 
just uh, I go to like I'm sure I see you there at a lot of them um, as many of these alumni talks when people come back and they're both <laughs> I don't miss right like if, if they think oh there's a there's that's like number one priority yeah right? that's like, my number one priority at least and I mean one of the things I um I guess my background prior to coming to Williams was military but very much um blue collar family only person in my extended family to go to college was my mom um just worked as a school teacher so coming here and looking at and seeing the places that Williams alumni can go and the things that they can do were things that I didn't even knew existed, much less that it were possible for me to ever achieve. And so a consistent question that I ask all these alumni was, you know, how did you do it? What was the, um, what was your ticket to success? And when I first came in as a freshman, I remember I was calling all these alumni and uh, I told I was going to be an econ stats major because that's what I need to do to succeed. And I was asking, um, should I get like an Excel credential or an R credential or what professional credential could I get to make sure that I was just like extra employable to yeah. make sure I could get a job and I remember they all laughed at me and they were like take classes that you enjoy yeah and when I would ask them all you know what was your best experience at Williams what was most valuable to help you get a job they were like you're asking the question the wrong way it's like how do you get the most out of these like very short four years there and at first like I wrote that off um and you know, continue to like try to go down like econ, like stats, like trying to take courses that I thought would look good on a transcript or that would help my GPA. And uh, the more and more that I go through Williams, the more I really want to start looking at who am, who do I want to build myself as a person for the next 60 years right. of my life. And like the GPA will matter, it might matter for my first job. And maybe if I decide to go to grad school, it's going to be an impact. But um, talking to alumni, and hearing the lifelong impact that some professors and some classes have had, normally outside of their major or outside of any ostensible practicality, hearing the lifelong impact those classes had has been very formative in choosing how I craft my education here at Williams. Yeah, I completely agree. I can I can touch on that as well. I think uh, being a first-generation student, like obviously no one else in my family has, has gone to college, and coming here I definitely felt the pressures or I would say like, the pressures to secure something that would, you know, alleviate financial constraint. And so I found myself, not that I'm not interested in healthcare, but definitely leaning more towards a pre-med route because of the security that it would provide. Um, and in some ways that limited me from understanding different perspectives and rationalizing the world in different ways. But when it came time to choose my major, I sort of came to this realization that you came to and understood that it wasn't necessarily, you know, the courses that I was taking you know, wouldn't define me as like this linear person, you know, I'm not just an econ major, I'm not just this, not just that. And really what you're doing when you're deciding on a major is you're deciding how you want to rationalize the different problems that you're going to encounter as your life moves forward. Yeah. And I I say this all the time, I say this every day, all the, all my frosh probably hate me because <laughs> I say time is the most valuable thing and you have to really just not don't lie to yourself right you know the things that you like and you know the things that you dislike yeah. and so you should really just take a broad survey of the things that are here and as you alluded to there are so many resources here yeah. really just take advantage of every moment that you have at the school every day at Williams is, is amazing and I really yeah. do think that you know there are definitely I'm not going to sit here and say there aren't tough days like oh, that yeah. there isn't a lot of work but like really, you know, we are incredibly privileged to be here and we have this opportunity, somebody alluded to this in, in a previous talk, this career exploration that we're afforded in, inside and outside the classroom. And yeah, I just don't think, I don't think students have that same perspective that we have on sort of how to make most use of the Williams education. So 
If you had to tell a student, you know, how do you make most use of a Williams education? Like, what, what would you say to them? How to make the most use of a Williams education. Williams education, Williams resource, the Williams community. Like, I would really try to like impress upon people that the transcript is a very, very small part of their life. Even when you're getting the first job and you don't have a whole lot of professional history to go back on, the transcript, the classes that you took and the grades that you got in them is a relatively small part of who you are as a person and that the the four years here are really an unprecedented opportunity to not learn and help build like ourselves but also to learn from other people my like most valuable times at Williams has been the time spent with other students I mean as um, a non-traditional student I was afforded the opportunity to live off campus and I chose to live in an entry which is the single most important decision and the best decision that I've made at Williams College it was to be in those spaces to talk and to learn from and live with other students and uh, I mean like I doubled down and I'm going to be you know a JA to try to like foster I understand. that same thing yeah. um, which is not a hit on the professors or on the classes or on extracurriculars or anything else though um, they're all you know world class i office hours going and talking to professors is also ranks high as far as things that I go to sometimes more than the coursework itself yeah, yeah. I'll still go and talk to the professors um, but it's a testament to the quality of the students here of the experiences um, the intellectual breadth and perspective that um, so many students bring here so I'd say without a doubt talking to them and learning from them and thinking about who I want to be for the rest of my life matters so much more than grades All right and I guess for people who are coming to this now, right, this seems like a very lofty goal. Like, how do you, like, you know, what, if there is, you know, how do you take that first step? What is the first step in sort of realizing or having just this perspective shift? One thing that I've been really interested in as of late is just being reflexive and, and understanding my own perspective and why I might push this on, on different people <laughs> in various capacities. People are tired of both of us. Yeah, right yeah. Now. So, like, you know, I understand this and I understand it's valuable. And when I tell people, they're like, oh, that makes sense. But still, it doesn't really hit people until they experience it themselves, right? Yeah. So how do you get people into the spaces where they can understand and have that perspective shift? And is that something that you can really do for people or is it something that they come to in their own time? I think a lot of it is time. Yeah. There are some things that are not a, it's not as easy as a, a math problem to be worked out. And there's the right answer that you square and you go on to the next one yeah. where you can just show somebody. Um, I think everyone comes with a different reason why they might think that, the, you know, academics or classes or a grade is important than a more holistic image of who they are and what education means. So I think that um, a lot of different angles are important to help people understand that because everyone's going to have a different basis. Some's going to be financial need to provide for a family back home. Right. Um, some is going to be personal expectations of I've always thought of myself as this job, therefore I need to do everything I can in order to get that, right. which is going to narrow their focus. Um, I think that it's incumbent upon us to make as many resources as we can available these talks um you know the career center treks are a great opportunity um 
upper class mentorship is something that you know we're looking at making um but at the same time for it's still no matter how many resources are there there's you know, bring a horse to water but you can't make it drink right and i would say like one of the best things i would impress upon somebody is to take that first step at least have be be cognizant and at least accepting of the possibility of ignorance that that was the hardest part for me yeah was acknowledging that i came here econ stats wanting to be a banker and it was taking that and i told myself that's what i'm going to be that's what i'm going to be and that first step of saying well if i wasn't going to do that what would my life look like was a really scary step because at least telling myself that that's what I was going to do, I had the assurity of what I was going to do for the rest of my life. Being open to the fact that I was wrong about that and taking the first step, well, maybe I would do this job, maybe I would be this major, was scary. Yeah. So I'd say like the most crucial part is just to take that first step of saying, well, what if I did things a different way? Yeah. And finding mentors, finding support from friends. That's where the Williams um, network, the Williams environment of supportive students, faculty, staff, alumni are all crucial to help people along that path. The liberal arts journey of finding out what does it mean to to be a better person? What does it mean to build a life? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this has all been valuable. I'm sure we could sit here and talk about this all day. Um, <laughs> and we have. <laughs> and we have. We have. Um, but in regards to paying it forward, let's give some other, some other people a chance. So one of the final questions we asked of all people who come here is if you had to listen to an Eve talk and you had to hear from three different people, a faculty member, an alumni or alumnus and uh, a current student, who are those three people that you'd want to hear from? A faculty, an alumni and a student. Yeah. I guess I should start saying alumnus. Alumnus? Is that the proper? That uh, is the that's, singular, that's the singular version. version yeah. I've these, saying, are, these are things that we learn. Yeah, yeah. I've been like, saying alumni for all of these talks. Like I hope they data don't think... and data. <laughs> yeah. And like the, yeah. Um, I don't know, only the comp sci and the econ people use the correct data. Like right, the singular right. for data. I'm like, no way. You learn something new every day, so. Um, faculty? Doesn't have to be one. Could Doesn't be have few. to be. Um, Could be a few. Just yeah, uh, Mike Glear. Um, he t- is an art professor and really was um, one of the first people who made me start getting outside the box. Mm-hmm. Just, art was so hard because there's not a right way to do art. Right, right, so that right. was one of the first steps. And he was there to like actually teach not just how to art, but how to think about um, projects differently. Yeah. Um, was huge. Uh, Chip Chandler. Of course. Um, is just huge as far as leadership, um, you know, just from where he, English major um, you know, went on to like took a very different path in life. Um, or two faculty, um, Sarah Lalomia, um, econ, uh, a class that I ended up um, pass failing and was like very frank. I was like, I'm that was I'm no longer going to be an econ major, and um, still sat down with her. She's like, that's absolutely fine. Not everybody's an econ major. I'm still here for you, and I'm still an econ prof, and I'm still here to like help you find out like what that path is. Was um just phenomenal as far as talking to and understanding. Yeah. Um, how to go forward. Um, an alumnus? Or a few or, alumni. Or or a few alumni. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the time anybody listens to this, Luke Higgins oh, yeah. <laughs> will be an alumnus. So I would say... We actually um, had him in here. We have? Okay, yeah, well, they have. can watch his video and then use that to, as a springboard to go and email him. Yeah, so they yeah. can have some questions already ready. Yeah. So um, Luke Higgins, without a doubt. 
um, Katie Swope, um, class of 17, I want to say, um, was interesting. Uh, she took a very, had a very, like, I think, like, a narrow focus to start with and then, like, broadened her scope of um, what her education meant um, or, or two um, people had really interesting conversations with. And the last one was a student, I guess a, I guess a current student. Yeah, I can't double down student. on Luke Higgins, can I? No. No, because no. I can only use him for no, one of the no. categories. Luke, um, very popular. <laughs> big guy. Yeah. Uh, a student. But I don't know, like, anyone on this campus's last name. So if I say, like, Maria, I want to say Hidalgo Romero. I think it's pretty sure, yeah, Maria yeah. Hidalgo Romero. Yeah. Um, it's just... Uh, just an incredibly interesting person. Um, like not only has the the intellectual horsepower there, but a but the worldview and a um, like a just a real like conviction to make change. And it's very it's awesome to see those two things paired together. Yeah. Um, God, how many students do I have? I mean, but uh, Jad. Jad of course. Yeah. Jad. Of what pronunciation of his last name is? I Hamden think, or Hamden? I think, I think it's. Yeah, I don't want to pronounce it wrong, so I'm not going to okay, say Okay, I'm going to either H-A-M-D-A-N. We'll leave that up, yeah. and people can Google accordingly. it's Hadman. Is it Hadman? It might be. Okay. Jad. Jad. I apologize. <laughs> He's a Jew's yeah. J, or sorry, Jad. Yeah. Um, I'd love to hear from Jad also, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Lord. Uh, Chrysalin. Um, Temple? Yeah. Chrysalin Temple, again. Just a very like, interesting, like, as far as holistic views. People are experts in different fields, but as far as talking to somebody and then leaving people like who are I'm friends with, um, and have conversations with, and like that's interesting. There's folks like you leave a conversation with like something new and like a different way of looking at a yeah. problem or at the world. Yeah, I think these are all like good folks to have conversations right. with. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, make a plug for Nikhil. Yeah, of course. Like, has Nikhil been on here yet? I not yet. Okay, well, we're going to strong arm him to come uh, in here. Get the keynote for the ke- for next fall. Keynote for next fall, yeah, Nikhil yeah. Polanki. Make sure yeah. to send him lots of emails and let him know that uh, the alumni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whether he's, he's a student w- or alumni. He's on the WBA website, so. So there we go. Yeah. That's how I plug. Yeah. Well, Ben, thanks for all the recommendations, but we've really enjoyed talking to you. Um, at least I have. I've enjoyed talking to you as yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in to Eve Talks. This has been Ben Leary, class of 20. Howdy. Uh, see you soon.